Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us once again. I am Tony Colombo with producer Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews. Bo, how are you, my friend? Exciting weekend. Exciting weekend. Halloween, time change, election, all that stuff. I'm ready. Are you? It's all happening at once. The circus show that is 2020 is in full effect right now. We've got COVID numbers going up. We've got Halloween happening. We've got the stupid time change that I absolutely hate. And we've got this crazy election all happening in the next few days. It's mad. And a hurricane. And a hurricane. And a hurricane hitting New Orleans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we were going to talk, speaking of the election, so today's show, we're going to do, uh, it's going to be a little bit different than the typical Second Amendment radio. Uh, in just a minute, we're going to talk to Aaron Tarlow, like we always do, start the show with Aaron, the owner of Southern Armory. And then we are going to, in the second segment, we are going to talk to America's favorite liberal, Keith Antone. And we're going to talk to Keith And then in the third segment, we are going to talk to Missouri State Representative Nick Schroer, who is on the ballot this coming Tuesday. And the reason I wanted to have um, somebody from the left and somebody from the right on this week going into this election, I want both of these guys to talk about where their parties are on Second Amendment rights. What kind of uh, and gun laws, Second Amendment rights, the uh, police, you know, funding or defunding the police, that all of those questions that sort of hang in the ballot uh, balance uh, nationally and, of course, even locally. You know, if you lose, if you whoever has power in, in Jeff City uh, can, you know, make a lot of decisions for the state of Missouri. So I want to get both sides on to talk about what they would do if the Republicans are able to uh, hold control what are the plans go, uh, next year as far as gun rights and maybe expanding uh, gun rights and gun laws in Missouri? And if the Democrats take control, what do they want to do? So we'll talk about those things. I think it's good information for people before they head to the ballot box on Tuesday. So we're going to get both sides of the story. I think it's going to be very yeah, so interesting many, stuff. And vote. Yeah, go ahead. So many people have voted already. Uh, so, yeah. you know, we're really going to be talking to the people that are uh, going to vote in person and really those that are on the fence or near the fence, because some people are just like, you know, all out or all in on the Second Amendment. And so it'll be interesting to see how this conversation rolls out today. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a packed show. We'll do the podcast exclusive. I think Nick Shore is going to stick around for that conversation as well. So uh, that'll be you can get that on our podcast exclusive, which comes out on Monday again just in time for the election 
Uh, don't forget about both podcasts. We release the show podcast on Fridays and the podcast exclusive on Mondays. All right, let's go ahead and get Aaron into the conversation right now. Aaron Tarlow, the, ho- the host of Southern Armory, the host of Southern Armory, and the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, how's it going, buddy? Hey, good. How are you? I cannot complain. Are you guys, um, do you guys see an election spike these these few days before the election, or is it just been business as usual in a crazy 2020 so yeah i mean it's still been the the crazy 2020 and a few customers have been coming in going yeah you know just in case i'm going to pick up some more mags and we have the uh trump 2020 mags and the make or keep america great uh high capacity magazines for your ar we still have a few of those left <laughs> so if you if you want them uh, you can come in i think we got like five or six of the 2020 uh, trump 2020 mags and and maybe about a dozen of the Keep America Great. So uh, I, I got both. Uh, some people were like, well, that's a novelty. And I'm like, right, but it's a cool novelty, right? Like, I'm going to mm. set it in my, my one of my cabinets, and, you know, people come over and be like, hey, check this out. Kind of like the uh, magazine I have in my uh, one safe that says um, that Hillary's president. Uh, I forget the exact headline, but it was like a Newsweek magazine, you know, or you know, it was her road to the presidency. And then they obviously pulled it off the shelf really quick when they realized that uh, Trump beat her. So uh, just cool novelty stuff if you're kind of into that, and and I am, you know. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, we'll see uh, kind of what happens. But yeah, we're definitely having people coming in going, yeah, if, you know, Biden gets elected, you know, I'm gonna probably have to buy X Y Z, and then we have other people that are just like buying stuff uh, because it is, you know, the the COVID times and. Um, the industry is, is pumped up um, over a, a bunch of other issues. Yeah, now, Aaron, do you have many liberal customers uh, that come in? Because, I mean, we all need to protect ourselves. Uh, do you have a lot of uh, liberals that come in and purchase uh, firearms? So I, I think we have uh, Democrats or left-leaners, people that lean to the left, come in for sure. And um, But it's funny because they come in and they're like, you can kind of tell, like, this is not your typical, um, you know, person. And they come in and they're buying a gun because they need to protect themselves. And it's, I kind of consider them a convert, right? It's like, well, you're, you're getting there, you know, nobody, uh, quote, uh, like, uh, Independence Day, nobody's perfect, you know? So, um, when they're in that prey circle. And, uh, so I, I think it's just kind of that first step to, to seeing, like, well, maybe there is some logic here to these conservative people like you know let's not overspend let's have balanced budgets you know let's well i think it's also i think it's also americans that just want to protect themselves it doesn't matter if they're liberal or democrat liberal democrats or or conservative republicans i think people just want to make sure that they can protect themselves and their family my rule is if i go into a store that's selling ammo in a caliber that i want i usually just buy a couple of boxes just to just to have on hand uh whether it's you know target practicing or just stocking up um, not freaking out. Just if it's available, I'll grab a little bit. And you may have people like that coming into Southern Armory, right? And and that's definitely part of it too. Um, so uh, I mean, we have ammo available. That's the other the other great thing. We had a lot of people coming and going. How do you have this? And it's like we we do. Uh, we're not going to necessarily explain you know how or the whys how we're getting it through wholesale. Um, it's just you know kind of long term contracts that we've had, and uh, they're still getting fulfilled. Aaron, is there any fear in the gun industry that it's been such a big year, 2020, all these first-time gun owners, all these people st- stocking up on ammunition, 
that everybody that wants a gun or needs ammo will have it by the end of the year and that next year could be a um uh, there could be a big uh, lull in business so you know i don't necessarily see um an end to this because of the reasons that it's it's kind of pumped up covid has pumped it up lockdowns have pumped it up the civil unrest have pumped it up and those things are not going to be going away in the near future. So all the predictions that we've seen have said that the industry is not even going to catch up until 2021 or 2022. That's late 2021, early 2022, which basically means there's going to be a shortage. And when there's a shortage, that makes a lot of people you know, nervous just in general, right? So if I told you there's going to be a beef shortage or a chicken shortage, every time you went to the grocery store, you would buy beef and chicken. It's the same thing with firearms, right? There's going to be an ammunition shortage. Glock is, you know, is being pretty tight-lipped but i think the last time i heard it they were 90 days behind on orders and that was a few months ago and now i can't even really get a straight answer um so when you when you start seeing you know this shortage is going to continue for the next year year and a half these guns are now six months behind this manufacturer is a year behind this manufacturer is 30 point whatever million dollars in back orders who's not one of the major legacy brands um you know People are going to be like, Bo, I see ammo, I'm going to buy it. If I see that Glock that I've been eyeing, I see that Smith & Wesson I've been eyeing, I'm just going to go ahead and buy it because I may not see it again for six months to a year because I'm not in the right place at the right time. Right. So I, I foresee and, that, you know, at least for the next year and a half, um, the industry is going to be, be a booming. And if Biden gets in, um, then, mm. I mean – I don't know if we could accelerate this anymore, but, you know, he was saying, you know, in the, next, in the first 100 days, I'll use an executive order to ban all firearms. Yeah, yeah, that I could see him uh, taking the crown from uh, Barack Obama, who was before the biggest uh, gun salesman in the history of the world. I guess coronavirus holds that uh, holds that distinction right now. Aaron, before we let you go, what is the latest at Southern Armory? How are you guys doing as far as inventory is concerned? And a timeline to get back to CCW classes and things like that. So yeah, classes are going to be forming pretty soon. Uh, we, we've experimented with a couple of different methods by using just some small test classes. And we're pretty sure we have a method figured out that's going to work for us. So uh, you can start uh, calling the shop at 965 guns and giving Jessica your information or Terry uh, your information when they answer and they'll put you on the list. Uh, we'll call you and email you. When we're ready to do that. As far as everything else, we've got ammo, and we're getting shipments, um, you know, pretty much two, three times a week from all the different wholesalers that we now have. And the strategy we use to combat the uh, shortage of supply seems to be actually panning out, and the gun shop is starting to fill up. But, again, things are turning over. The average life expectancy for some of these guns is a day to a few days, but inventory is constantly turning over every week. Uh, if you need an AR-15, we've, we've got them. And we're getting, you know, Glock, Smith & Wesson, Ruger, et cetera, really on a regular basis now. So it's just that demand is super, super high. So we do have people that are on, you know, back order lists. So, you know, while we are seeing some uh, guns not even make it to the wall still, uh, other guns are still being bought off of the incoming uh, list that we, we print off of incoming inventory. There are guns for you still to come in and look. There are still some quality Brands that we've got on the wall, like Ruger, Browning, uh, Glock, if you're blue label, we're getting a lot of blue label Glocks in. And if you need ammunition, we've got that too. So uh, along with holsters and, you know, other things that you, you'd want to desire. 
So mm-hmm. uh, definitely come in and see us. We're located one mile east of 270 and 44 at 9901 Watson Road and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. <laughs> yes, and that is Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, thanks for your time today, and I can't believe it, but the next time we talk, the election will be in the books, and we'll have a whole lot of new stuff to talk about. So uh, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, yep, I'll, uh, I'll be here, and, uh, and uh, catch you guys, uh, I guess, on the flip side. Vote early and vote often. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, Bo, gird up your loins. We're going to talk to America's favorite liberal and Chad Ellis's best friend, Keith Antone. When we get back, don't go anywhere. Listen to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hello and welcome back to Second Amendment and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. And we're doing a little bit different of a show as we get ready for the election. Election, uh, of course, uh, right around the corner. And so in just a moment here, we are going to talk to America's favorite liberal, Keith Antone. And then in the next segment, we are going to be talking to Nick Schroer, uh, Missouri State Representative Nick Schroer. We're going to talk to both of these guys about uh, the Second Amendment and gun laws and law enforcement and kind of get the idea of where both sides stand on these issues as we get ready to go to the ballot box on Tuesday. Of course, uh, we usually are talking about fishing and the great outdoors and camping and all that sort of stuff each and every week. And of course, we'll be back to that stuff next week. And anytime we're talking about fishing, 
here on the show. It's brought to you by our buddies at Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, just about a mile away from Fast Eddie's. They have got you covered. If you need to uh, start your entire tackle box over, maybe you haven't been fishing in a long time, or you just need to fill a couple gaps in the tackle box, whether it be the big catfish gear, uh, bass lures, crappie gear, whatever you need, they have you covered. You can learn more about Bluff City on their website, bluffcityoutdoors.com. Right now, let's go ahead and get our buddy Keith Antone, America's favorite liberal on the line. Keith, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Hi. How you doing, Bob? What's up, Tony? Everybody's good. Doing, yeah, doing good. And um uh before we before we get into the issues, Keith, what are you how are you feeling about um how are you feeling about Tuesday night? How are you feeling about uh Joe Biden? How are you feeling about maybe an upset uh here in the state of Missouri? Nicole Galloway, I think, is doing better than many she thought. I think the Governor Parson still has a uh, a lead there, but um, I think Nicole Galloway is performing better than most thought. What are you? What are your? Uh, what are your expectations on Tuesday? Well, my expectations is that everything that that has blue associated with it, and a little and a capital D behind their name, that we win. But the reality is, this is going to be a lot closer than what people uh, what people think. I, I, you know, 2016 taught me something that no matter what the polls say. That uh, we got to, you know, and no matter how many billboards and signs, billboards and signs don't vote, people do. And I think what's going to happen here, uh, gentlemen, is that it's going to be tight. Uh, so be patient, folks. And I don't think we're going to know on November 3rd. I think it's going to be around the 5th, 6th, or 7th. But if, 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 it, if it's the way I think it's going, and I see it being a tight, tight race, um, I think that we are going to get a new president come January uh, 20th, uh, 2021. And uh, and Trump will, will 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 go out, you know, kicking and screaming. That's that's just the way I think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a landslide. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it'll be tight, and I think uh, Joe Biden will, will will eke it out. Hey Keith, uh, we've seen both the debates now, and we've seen both Saturday Night Lives or all the Saturday Night Lives that have come on. Um, it, you know, I woke up yesterday morning with this thought: if if a Trump voter or a Republican can give me one reason why he should win uh i'd love to know it and uh and i'm not saying i'm on either side but uh for joe biden what do you think his best asset is for america i mean a, a real i mean we've we've heard all the headline debate you know debates right, that have gone on right. but in your opinion why do you think joe is the one that should go to the white house i'll tell you i'll tell you what 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 i'm saying and and, and it's been poll after after poll People feel that the guy is genuine, sincere, and that he is bringing back a, 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 a civility to to the White House. He, you know, he can be feisty when he has to be, but he, he reminds you of of, of 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 an uncle or a grandfather. Uh, just the old cat's been around, loves everybody, wants to hug everybody, loves everybody, doesn't think anything wrong about anybody. And so, I think what's what's happened here is it's a combination. I think that that's what people think. And then, you know, the president not taking this, this coronavirus serious when we've had record breaking weeks and we have record, you know, uh, 227, 228,000 dead Americans and he's not taking it serious. Um, I think that's what hurt him. I think Trump had a, a better chance had he came out, took this thing serious, wore masks, and, 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 you know, I think he would have had a better chance. That's just, that's just my, Again, that's, that's I, my I, 
Yeah, again, I, I really would like to know your favorite your favorite thing about Joe, other than he's he's lovable and everybody, you know, he's he's real. I mean, a serious thing that that you know, in this world of unrest right now, defund the police. We hear all these headlines, um, and it sounds like, in my opinion, that uh, that you know, Trump has has led this. There's always going to be records breaking because this is unprecedented the the pandemic we've been going through. Right. But I I'm just right. trying to get the answer of what is the one main thing that you know people love about joe biden and this is your platform to, to let the world know because i'm you know you see you know uh, social distance you know get togethers with joe you see thousands of people going together to go to the uh peaceful protest for trump as he calls them but uh seriously i'm just looking for that one thing that's going to push me over the edge to to vote for joe because I, I haven't voted yet i haven't done that i think the one thing that you know, if I had to pinpoint one thing and hang my hat on it, Bo, I would say that he would have dealt with and handled this uh, uh, crisis, this pandemic, um, would have taken it much more seriously, and that he would be the guy that I'd like to see behind the wheel right now uh, handling this pandemic. I think that, that that would have put me at a lot more ease had he been the, the, the pandemic czar, so to speak, or the one that was doing this and and, and was and was behind, you know, uh, uh, you know, our, our our recovery efforts. I think that would that that's the one thing I'd hang my hat on. So, Keith, a lot of people listening are afraid that if a Democrat were to get in the White House or in the governor's mansion in Missouri, uh, that there would be their their gun rights would be uh, would be threatened. And, you know, Joe Biden is the one that said he would put. Beto O'Rourke in charge of his gun program, and Beto O'Rourke is the one that said that if he was president, he'd go door to door and 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 get the guns. So, what do you? I'd like for you to, to talk about what you think would would be the plan that uh, that the Democratic Party would have, or the things that they would try to do when it comes to the Second Amendment. What are the what are the things that you think that your party would be looking to do if they if they were to get in, in power? Well, you know, uh, you know personally, uh, Tony, that I am a, a gun owner. I own several. I, I have a, mm -hmm. a CCW, um, and and I'm I'm for you know. I, I think that what that is is those are some talking points from from the far right of you know, hey, they're going to take your guns. They're going to take your guns, and that's good. And I I think you know, just like the president says, hey, listen, I'm going to send jobs, get your husband's jobs. Uh, if Joe is in there, you know, the world is going to, 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 to hell in a handbasket. I think those are talking points. I think that, you know, I know just as many uh, uh, of my Democratic friends who are gun owners, who are, you know, responsible gun owners. And, and, and I think that's just malarkey. I, I, I really do. But 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 what I do. Think Hold on. I got to take a shot. Hold on. I got to take a shot. Use the word malarkey. Okay. okay. <laughs> Is this Biden bingo malarkey? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, 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 I set myself up for that one. Okay. Well, but seriously, no, go ahead, guys, Keith, I, go ahead. I, I, I really do think, I really do think, that you know that, that 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 those are just the far right you know talking points, and but I do think I will say this with a Democratic governor or a Democrat you know uh, a president 
that I think that we will get some tougher gun laws where it will be a little more difficult for the wrong people to have. Because, listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nobody's trying to stop people from owning a gun. Here, and, and we all know that if, if, if you want to get a gun here in St. Louis, everybody knows where they can go. Well, I'm not going to say everybody, but there's places you can go and get a gun. So if someone's going to be doing crime with the, with the, with the stolen gun or, or, or a gun, you know, that's not theirs, you know, they're going to they're going to do it. So 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 so, oh, so my thing is that go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say we only got a couple minutes left. I, I know we got a couple more we wanted to get to. So go ahead, Bo. Yeah, no, uh, I, he was on a thought, though. And, and really, uh, you know, you're a legal gun owner. I'm a legal gun owner. Tony is, you know, everybody that's listening probably is. But uh, maybe maybe the focus should be on getting the guns out of the inner cities uh, or the people Absolutely. that are, you know, you know, how do we do that? Absolutely. Maybe that should be the focus. And, and maybe the Democrats, maybe Joe Biden should say something like that. That, But but Beto O'Rourke is saying, hey, we're coming for you. We're going to come and get your ARs. And we're going to what I just don't even see how that is possible. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. And and you know what? <laughs> I've got too many buddies that own guns that said, let Beto show up on their porch and he's going to catch some hot legs. <laughs> so the reality is. I, I think that's no pun. I Only Keith Antone can say that on the station. We cannot say that on the station. Only Keith can get away with that. Hey, Keith, before we let you go, I want to ask one more question about the defund the police movement. Um, I, I believe, I believe both thinks this, and I know we've had a lot of uh, law enforcement on the air that talk about how, how dangerous that idea is. Uh, as far as you being a Missouri Democrat, I know that sometimes – uh, uh, Democrats here in the Midwest uh, don't always line up with things that uh, that the party thinks in Washington, D.C. Where do you stand and what would you like to see happen here locally as far as defund the police is, is concerned? Is that something that you support? I absolutely positively do not, never will, never have. Let me just tell you this in, in 30 seconds or less. Best man in mm-hmm. my wedding was a detective for the St. Louis Police Department. My the man who gave my wife away was her uncle who retired after 40 years of sergeant with the St. Louis Police Department. Some of my good friends, including the current chief right now, is not only a friend, but he's my fraternity brother. I have a number of uh, uh, officers, uh, police officers. I won't say a number, but there are three or four that are in my family. I have a lot of friends who are police officers. I don't go for defunding the police. I never will go for that. What I will go for is that we look at how we have resources, and it doesn't have to come out of their budget. There's a number of other places that we can get resources. I understand what the premise is and what they're trying to do is that we need social service and we need programs and we need this, we need that. And, and we've been putting a Band-Aid on, on here in St. Louis, a Band-Aid on, 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 this, on this situation. But taking money from the police flat out just does not make sense when they're understaffed. I think we're about 100 officers short here in St. Louis City. And they should be getting paid more as our teachers should be getting paid more. But that's oh, another show. I am not well, for defunding the police. Please spread that message through your party for us. All right. <laughs> Keith Antone, America's favorite liberal. Thank you for your time, buddy. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you in the coming days as we close in on this election. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you Keith. Bet. All right, we've got to take another quick break. When we get back, we'll hear from the other side. Uh, Missouri State Representative Nick Schroer joins us when we get back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Second Row Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews. In just a moment, we're going to talk to Missouri State Representative Nick Schroer. I uh, wanted to remind you that if you've missed anything on today's show, you can always get our podcast. You can get the Second Amendment Radio podcast just about anywhere you get podcasts. But I always recommend the Radio.com app because once you have the Radio.com app, you favorite the radio station, then you have one-stop shopping for everything. You can stream the station 24-7. You can rewind live radio with the Radio Rewind feature. And you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station and it's all free so make sure you check that out we put out the show podcast on fridays so you get an opportunity to get the show before it even airs and then we put out our podcast exclusive on mondays and actually uh state rep Schroer is going to stick around and be a part of that podcast exclusive so you get to hear more conversation with him this week uh when that podcast comes out as i mentioned earlier we are kind of doing our election special here this week we just talked to keith antone aka america his favorite liberal. He talked about um, the left and their plans, if they're what they would like to see as far as Second Amendment radio or as far as Second Amendment rights and uh, defund the police and things like that. Um, what that party would uh, would do, or at least what he would like to see his party do on those issues. And uh, we're going to get the uh, the the rights opinion from uh, from Nick Schroer here in just a second. Normally, we'd be talking about fishing and camping and the great outdoors, and we'll be back to that stuff, of course, next week. And anytime we're talking about the great outdoors here on Second Amendment Radio, it's brought to you by Razorback Armory. And if you love the AR platform, so does Razorback Armory. A lot of their customers go in for consultations on how to modify that AR to fit your needs and your budget. They've got all the toys. Check them out on Manchester Road, just east of 270 and uh, on the south side of Manchester Road. And online, you'll find Razorback Armory simply at Razorback Armory.com. Tell them Bo sent you. And now let's go ahead and get State Representative Nick Schroer on the line with us. Newsmaker Nick, how's it going, my friend? You know, anytime I can be on a show that uh, incorporates two of my favorite things, firearms and the great outdoors, it, it's a happy day for me. Uh, well, we certainly appreciate your time. And uh, Bo, I think that you were probably a little bit, and I was too, knowing how um, bombastic Keith Antone can be about certain uh, issues. I was a little surprised to hear um, uh, some reason from a Democrat when it comes to Second Amendment 
rights and uh, things like defund the police. Were you a little surprised by what Keith had to say in that last segment? Yeah, but but see, my my voice, I think, intimidates, and I don't mean to do that, but uh, <laughs> no, 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 seriously. We just proved that we can have a regular conversation from either side of the aisle. Now, I would say I'm closer to the fence than maybe Keith is, but he is also a unicorn in the sense that he is a liberal gun owner, which is very unique, in my opinion. Yeah, do you agree with that? Uh, Do you agree with that, Nick? Because uh, in your opinion, Nick, what's the difference between, if there is one, between a Missouri Democrat and a Democrat in Washington, D.C.? Are are some of the Democrats here locally um, maybe not as extreme, in your opinion, or is that whole party kind of been swept to that more extreme left side? You know, they're they're few and far between to find a pro-life or and or pro-gun uh, Democrat where the party used to be uh, filled with them. Uh, there there are yeah. some, uh, but I think that you know once they kind of get entrenched in the system, um, the leadership is you know looking over them and trying to push them on certain bills. You know their personal side. You know how they want to vote. But then you hear how, you know, why they hit the no button on, uh, you know, the preservation of the Second Amendment or um, any other pro-gun or pro-life bill. So, yeah, I think, you know, the reflection of the Missouri Party is, you know, exactly that of the National Party. And it, it's sad. And I've, I've heard Keith on the radio on uh, the Mark Cox show uh, Monday through Friday in the mornings. And, you know, it's unfortunate that we don't have more people that are willing to sit down um when the microphones are on them, you know, if you're if you're behind closed doors, that's one thing. But when the microphones are on them, the spotlight's on you uh, and have a good, solid debate where you can come meet in the middle. But I think Keith's a brand new gun owner, uh, if I remember correctly. And that's one thing I've noticed that you put guns in the hands of uh, somebody who doesn't like them. You train them. You, you teach them exactly how important this tool is. Right. And then suddenly they're pro-gun. Uh, by the way, uh, my voice is the uh, the bouncer for this show, so maybe maybe that's part of it. Uh, I, I joke. No, but he's a smart guy. That's the crazy yeah. thing. He's a smart guy. Oh, yeah. um, but when you get it uh, to the conversation of Second Amendment rights and the fears of Beta O'Rourke uh, wanting to, you know, come for your guns. I mean, when he said that, he meant that. And yeah. I just don't see how a buyback program would work. I mean, because I value mine more than somebody else would value them, like a used car or a house. Uh, Nick, your your opinion on uh, you know moving forward after Tuesday, what what could be the worst case scenario? Of course, this is 2020, so anything's up in the air. Yeah, you know, worst case scenario would be uh, a Nicole Galloway who is uh, an extremist when it comes to gun control. I've heard her on different shows uh, across the state, and uh, her position is not something that you know the majority of Missourians want. So that would be a very worst case scenario. But in order for her to get a bill uh, that would impact our Second Amendment rights, we would have to lose the House and the Senate in the state of Missouri. Now, if, if you just you know, kind of bypass that and say, OK, well, let's look at uh, a bigger picture. You know, with our Tenth Amendment rights, whatever happens in D.C. shouldn't necessarily impact the state of Missouri when it comes to our gun rights. But, uh, you know, an overreaching government like what the Democrats have become, if the Democrats win the presidency, the House and the Senate, they could start passing things, which I know you've had uh, myself, Jared Taylor, and others on, on the program to talk about uh, the Second Amendment Preservation Act, SAPA. Um, that's something that we need to pass because a, a very tyrannical government could pass something, even though it's unconstitutional. Having Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer taking the lead and passing these very these red flag laws, these very unconstitutional laws, it could be uh, 
a day of reckoning, so to speak, here in the state of Missouri and across the United States when it comes to your Second Amendment rights. So we're going to I'm going to ask for everybody's predictions in, in a minute here, but let's just have a little thought experiment. And if if Auditor Galloway was able to pull off the upset and and defeat Mike Parson and we have a Democrat in the governor's mansion, but we don't have, but you guys continued, the Republican party continues to hold the supermajority throughout mm. the rest of the state. Um, would, would she be able to, as governor, impede any of the laws or any of the work that you guys may be wanting to get done in the next, in the next session, because she would have veto power. Or do you think that even, even if she was able, even if the Democrats were able to take the, the governor, uh, the governor's spot that you guys would have a veto proof majority in Jeff city. I'm hoping that what we have right now is the veto proof majority. I'm hoping that that transitions into this next session, because even if we do have, and I hope we don't, even if we do have a Democrat in the governor's office, it would be a lot easier to overcome a veto to, you know, pass it anyways. If, uh, if the governor were to veto something, uh, on any bill, whether it's Second Amendment or not, and that's exactly what she would do. I, I, I don't, I don't see any bill uh, that will come out of a Republican majority which she would sign on to, and that's the scary part: is it's going to waste our tax dollars because she wants to play partisan politics with our lives, with, with our pocketbooks, uh, and bring us back into a special session, uh, bring us back into a prolonged. A veto session to override the vetoes where it's not necessarily based on what the people of Missouri want. It's based upon what her party is telling her. And when you look back at last year, or this past year, rather, COVID's kind of you know, put my timeline in a fuzz. But when you look back, she, as auditor, has uh, has backed something called Keep Our Schools Safe Act, which I sponsored. Uh, it would put armed, trained um, resource officers in every school. However, when she announced for governor, uh, her running for governor, the the gun safety and gun uh, anti-gun advocate groups came out and attacked her for that behind closed doors to where she quickly changed her tone. Uh, and that's what scares me about certain individuals that are running on the Democrat side is you can see them flip-flopping back and forth on a number of issues, and it's all who is pushing them, who's got the money to get them to change their votes. And rather than standing upon principles, they're standing to, on certain policies to appease their party. And that, that is a horrifying thing, especially when the, the national party is not the Democrat party that you, you used to know and maybe love of yesteryear. It is a national socialist party uh, disguised as the blue uh, Democrats that uh, JFK led into, led into battle so many years ago. So we've only got a couple minutes left here on the show with Representative Nick Schroer, and I want to get into some uh, a lot more talking uh, points and issues with him. Um, anybody that's followed uh, us here on this radio station and this radio show or reads the Post-Dispatch, we've talked about uh, the issues that uh, Representative Shore has been going through. But uh, so far, it looks like you will be back on the ballot on Tuesday. Um, I want to get into that issue with you. I don't know if we'll be able to do that on the show today or if that's going to be a podcast exclusive discussion. So everybody make sure you get that podcast exclusive on Monday. But uh, being a person that's going to have their name on the ballot once again on Tuesday, as people get ready to vote, if they're listening to you right now, uh, what is your message to the people, not only in, in your district, but uh, everybody listening uh, as they go to as they go to vote? What's uh, what's your message to them and the importance of uh of uh, of that of that vote on Tuesday. 
Well, I think it's very clear when it comes to you know, individuals like Donald Trump, Mike Parson, or even myself. Uh, it's time to have leaders, not not just leaders in name only, uh, but people that are willing to actually stand up and fight for your rights. I have a, a long history in my short four years of being in office of doing that, whether it's the heartbeat bill, Second Amendment issues, what I've passed for veterans, um, the economic development and, and preserving jobs and uh, getting investments, a GM investing a billion dollars here in the state of Missouri and St. Charles County. We have uh, someone like myself who's reached across the aisle time and time again when it comes to criminal justice reform, uh, trying to find the, the murderers of the black lives in the city of St. Louis and uh, kind of overcoming Kim Gardner's tyrannical reign out there. But I think it's very clear that I've you know, earned the support of Republicans and Democrats, and I think it's time uh, that we send myself, uh, President Donald Trump, Governor Parson, back into office so we can continue leading, continue to take your voice, uh, your, your concerns into Jefferson City, into Washington, D.C., and actually get things done that you want that we're finally getting done year after year. I mean, we've heard uh, from the president, presidential races year after year about putting the uh, embassy in, in Israel, finding peace in the Middle East. We're finally getting that done here, whether it's the Second Amendment issues, uh, pro-life issues, tax cuts, which we've done, the, the biggest tax cuts in Missouri history. We're getting that done in my time in Jefferson City, and we're just getting started. So uh, come Tuesday, I, I would ask for your vote for myself, for Governor Parson, for every Republican across the ticket, I think, is going to be uh, the best bet for Missouri as we're going to continue making Missouri greater, continue to make uh, Missouri safer, and we can do that all on Tuesday. Let's make some quick predictions, Bo. What do you think happens, obviously, with the presidential election? What's your prediction? And if you have any other uh, maybe upsets or races that you feel very strongly about, uh, whether they be locally or nationally, what are your uh, what's your predictions for Tuesday? You know, I, I, I guess I'm just going to uh, I'll just talk about the president and the White House. I, I believe Trump is going to win uh, by how much I, I can't say, um, because I don't look at polls anymore. And I know Trump's campaign uh, does their own polling. And I've heard some information on that. And, and that, to me, seems more realistic than what we're seeing in, you know, the uh, the, the news media, which, you know, is ridiculous. What do you think, Nick? Well, I think even though we're going to see a Donald Trump victory on election night or maybe the next morning, I think uh, it's going to be thrown in chaos uh, the, the coming days, coming weeks thereafter. Um, I would hope that it ultimately turns out to to come to fruition that Donald Trump is our next president. Um, I think it will. I think Governor Parson's going to win without a doubt. I think there are going to be some seats like Ann Wagner's seat, which are going to be a lot closer than people think. But I think she's going to squeak off with the win. I think Andrew Koenig in uh, St. Louis County will squeak off with the win. He's another one who needs a lot of support. He's he's the one that ushered in tax cuts. That's that you know had the the heartbeat yeah. bill in the Senate of mine. So I think Republicans, if we lose any seats, it's going to be maybe a couple. Uh, I think we'll pick up a couple um, and call it a wash. But I think ultimately we're going to see a, a victory for Republicans across the United States on Tuesday. I think that the president is going to win. I think Donald Trump is going to win the electoral vote, but I think that he will lose the popular vote again like he did to Hillary Clinton in 2016 by even maybe more. And then the argument will then switch over to the Electoral College and the debate will be about 
uh, eliminating the Electoral College uh, all over again. All right, that is going to do it for this week's show. We are out of time. We're going to continue the conversation with State Representative Nick Schroer in the podcast exclusives of four. My producer, Chad Ellis, and my partner, Bill Matthews. I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.